So there's another halacha that comes up in Hilchah Sfirah Sa'imer that doesn't really have much to do with the actual mitzvah of Sfirah Sa'imer, but a lot to do with the Omer itself. Let's explain. The last halacha in Hilchah Sfirah Sa'imer is about Chadash and Yashan. And whether or not people are careful with it, well, let's look a little bit into what the mitzvah is, what are the halachas, and I think it's a great time of year to talk about it because for right now, it's a very easy thing to fulfill at this time of year. So when the second night of Pesach, or the first evening of Kalamaid in Eretz Yisrael, would arrive, Klai Yisrael had a mitzvah to go out to the fields around Yushalayim and cut the barley stalks that had been bundled up, and they made a big deal out of this with a lot of announcements, a lot of spectators. They would cut three big bundles of stalks and offer the karban ha'omer of barley on the first morning of Chalamoyed. That offering of the barley was, uh, according to the Sefer HaChinuchus, a show of, similar to Bikurim, a show of thanks, of idah, of appreciation, because barley is the first grain crop to ripen and be available for use. So similar to Bikurim, similar to Bechayr, the first thing that you get from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you use it to show you gratitude, show you thankfulness, to express the fact that Hashem is in charge and He's the one that's gifting this to you. And we're all excited about that. And we bring the carbon Oimer and thereby we merit the Zuchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu blessing the crops. The next crop is going to be the wheat crop coming Shavuos. And we count and we look forward from the barley crop, which is pretty much more for animals to the wheat crop. Some say that it's symbolic of the fact that we're rising and elevating ourselves when we left Mitzrayim from being almost like animals. We were slaves and very, very physical, materialistic beings to being elevated, intellectual, holy human beings ready to accept the Torah. But part of this process, and a big part of this process, was the fact that the barley carbon was brought on Pesach, the first day of Kalamoid, in the morning, that was the deadline. It was the crossover that defines all previously grown grains as old. And any now currently or future grown grains will be part of the next upcoming new crop of the year. So whatever has already been grown and harvested, and even the wheat crop, which will be harvested Shavuot's time, most of it has already grown in the winter. The crossover, the deadline, the new year, if you may call it that, by the bringing of the barley, that is what set the line that everything is now that's out there in the field is old, and whatever grows from now on is considered new. In Hebrew, we call that Yashan and Chadash. Now, the Torah prohibits the eating of Yashan. There's actually a few mitzvahs about this. One of them is about the actual grain as is, just roasted in a fire. So, uh, there's another mitzvah about the Torah prohibiting us from rolling the grain, similar to like uh, granola or perhaps uh, um, oatmeal, where they're, they're rolled or flattened or whatever it might be. And of course, turning it into a flour and using it for baking and dough and bread. Three surim de against using the new mm-hmm. crap until the barley carbon is uh, is brought in the base of Migdash. Now that we don't have the actual barley carbon, the deadline is the day of Kalamayid. Once the day is over, it's Kaveya, it establishes everything previous to it to being old, and everything now coming afterwards, growing afterwards, is going to be considered part of the new crap, and Asr Midai Raisa. Now, 
it's not very familiar turf with a lot of people. One of the big reasons is because back in Europe, and great trivia question, where does the Chavetz Chaim and Mr. Brewer talk about trains? Well, here is where he talks about trains is in the topic of Chadash and Yashan. Back in Europe, it was almost impossible to track where grains were coming from. And therefore, you're always dealing with a suffix if the grain is new or old. And whenever you're dealing with a suffix, we have the ability and the right and the full permission of the Torah to rely on rive. Now, the majority of grain that hits the market is usually old, especially in Europe back in the day with transportation and the manufacturing process. All of these things were not streamlined and certainly not the speed that we have today. And therefore, you were dealing with a suffix. Where did the grain come from? And is it old? Well, most probably it was quite old. And therefore, you had rife. It was permitted. And for, to a big extent, it was not on the radar of Jewish, typical Jewish homes and people. Now we come to America where it's a bit more trackable. Transportation has been enhanced. It gets a lot more complicated. But for now, everybody rest assured. We'll continue this year tomorrow. But rest assured, everything now that's on the market is old and perfectly permitted. Great time to talk about it and perhaps, perhaps ease our way into this somewhat neglected halakha by many people.